All right. So this episode, we have our very first interview with another uncommon mom. Um, her name is Ashley, and uh, I am so excited to share this interview. I know it was it was it was like talking to a friend, y'all. We don't know this person. I mean, we know of her because we learned a lot about her, but mm -hmm. we didn't know Ashley before this. And when she kind of shared her story, a little, like in small snippets with us before we were like, um, we need to have you on. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then when she was getting more in depth with her story, as we were talking, it was just, it was more and more like, I remember seeing your face and it, and you at one point, I think we're just like leaned back and you're like, oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. Like, she, oh. she really, it, it, I, I almost sat in awe of her, like listening to her story and knowing where she was versus where she is now. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to, I, just, I honestly just wanted to like stand up and like clap for her and just mm -hmm. be like, man, I think at one point I was like, bravo, like you go girl, because it's not easy to come back from some of the stuff she went through. And, um, I'm just proud of her. Like, I feel mm -hmm. like we've been friends for a long time. And then last night, and then the conversation that we had, it was just like, I mean, we've known her for 10 years at least, right? Right. <laughs> I know part of, part of it was like, oh yeah, I remember when you were going through that. I think, no, I wasn't there, but right. she, just the way she communicated it and her energy, uh, I really appreciated because I think one thing I know for me personally, I feel like it took forever for me to get out of bitterness from my mm -hmm. divorce mm -hmm. and to get to a space where I just love myself. And, and she was really embodying that. Like, I mean, she's been through a lot and she, it, there was no bitterness and no anger in her voice. And she is in this beautiful space and, you know, she's just grateful. And one thing I remember her saying, I won't give it away because I can't tell it as good as her, but just how, um, how now in her life, like there's some really simple things that she just gets so deeply grateful for. And that really hit me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and how, and how she's kind of figured out a balance. I mean, mm -hmm. and she even says like, is there balance as a mom, any mom, any parent, is there really balance? Like, can we get balance? But she's, she's simplified it. And it's like, as long as these things are there, then I feel balance. And I think mm -hmm. that, that's, that was really important and simple and like easy to do. Cause sometimes we think, okay, well, yes, I want to grow as a person. I want to grow as a mom. I want to be better, but it seems overwhelming. And she really simplified it and had some great advice for how to make it not so daunting. Yes, she really did. She really did. And, um, one, one thing she talked about was her morning routine. And I'm just harping on this because I, I just told my cousin the other day, I'm like, I literally tell every woman I know that like, you need to spend time alone. Mm -hmm. You need to have a morning routine every day. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that moms have such a hard time doing. So I think when you listen to her story, all your excuses will go out the window. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So I love the conversation. And I can't wait for everybody else to hear it. So yes, absolutely loved it. So we'll, we'll stop chatting so you can listen to it now. <laughs> All right. Enjoy. Enjoy. 
All right. I am so excited about this episode. I think I say that every time. That's just going to be the standard intro, I guess. <laughs> yes. Because we have we have our first interview with another amazing single mama. Um, well, technically she's not single anymore, but we'll get into that. So Ashley is a business owner and a mom of three kiddos, age 13, 10, and 7. Um, she's now remarried, and I'm very much looking forward to that perspective on that. Lee and I were talking about that. Before we get started, I, Ashley, I just really, really want to acknowledge you for being willing to talk about your story on here and getting vulnerable with us. Uh, I mean, you've listened to our podcast, so you know that we kind of go deep right away, <laughs> and we've been vulnerable with, with ourselves, with our own stories, and, and that takes a lot of bravery. So thank you so much for sharing. I know that your story will be really impactful for a lot of people. So thank you. And one thing that really stood out to us when you, we were talking, you said, I'm in the stage of owning my mess. And Lee and I were like, oh yeah, that's good. Yes. <laughs> yes. Own your mess. I love it. Yes. So I, I love that because I think that as women, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves that like everything has to be perfect before we present it to the world, but that's just not reality. So thank you for owning your mess and sharing it with us. <laughs> So let's get started. Um, just tell me, let's tell me about your mom journey. You know, were you um, married before? How long were you on your own before you got remarried? Just, just tell me about your mom life to start off with. Okay. Well, hey, I'm Ashley. Um, well, thank you guys so much for having me on. I'm the virgin podcasting over here. Hey. <laughs> I love it. Um, so a little bit about me. I'm a creative designer. I'm currently um, tiptoeing in the web world, um, but I'm definitely a lover of balancing a healthy lifestyle and teaching and serving others how they can do that too. So I'm a mother of three awesome kiddos. And yes, I'm a wife now to my awesome sweet hubby, um, which is still unsurreal at times, <laughs> as I'll go through in a minute. Um, yeah, we're not even, April will be one year for us, so it's nice. really exciting. Um, but yeah, to own my own mess. <laughs> um, I hope that this message is there for somebody else to hear when, when they're listening to it. So I did the whole college, you know, get the degree, get the job, all the things, having the time of my life, um, maybe a little too much. My grades dropped, so decided to move home for a semester, or yeah, it was supposed to be only one. Um, during that time, attending school, I'm working, and of course, you know, I'm a young college student. I wanted to go out on the weekends and I'm living in, in a big city. So basically meet baby daddy number one. Um, now that's E, she's 13. <laughs> so we're in love. We're going to make a life out of this. We already had the dog. All we needed was the house. Things are going great until the truth of drugs and alcohol was bringing us far apart. Mm -hmm. So we tried to get help. Uh, that didn't work out so well. Learned how messed up the system was. We'll call that part one. <laughs> um, as I have a job prior to this, I'm, we're both working. I'm able to handle the rental that we're in. So he moves out. And so I'm working, single mom, and I'm going back to school. Remember, I'm not done yet. <laughs> so um, with great timing, my best friend moves back to Atlanta. So naturally, 
we're roommates, right? Um, she has a dog. I have a dog and we have a kid during the week. Life is grand. Every other weekend, he goes to her dad's and I'm the single, single mom living life up in the big city, ready to mingle. Um, eventually, meeting baby daddy number two. So now um, he's hanging out every other weekend and until I was pregnant with number two. And so let's try this again. We move in together. We're living, trying really hard to get a handle on all things. Now we have two kids. Um, I stopped going to school. I've stopped working and he's just working and paying the bills. Well, thank God I had very supportive family at this time that was helping me out a lot, but trying to do all the right things. Uh, baby daddy number two has some court issues that he needs to go take care of. And we made the decision that while um, C number two is little, that would be the best time as he wouldn't remember him going and doing this. So he goes to go serve time. So basically leaves me at home. Um, now I'm a single mom of two under the age of three. And I'm staying home because who can work to pay for daycare and bills? Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous, right? Um, so basically I become the single mom stats. I'm on food stamps, I'm on Medicaid, lowest, hardest financial moment, being broke in this weird system of receiving medical mm -hmm. or like state help. So weird. It's a full-time job, seriously. <laughs> um, but that was just the beginning of my adventure with baby daddy number two. He returns and I think, oh, we're going to make this cute little white picket fence family. He gets a job, the car, all the things. We're doing great. Um, so now let's see. We got East 5, C's 2. And we find out we're having a girl, number three. <laughs> so at this point, I'm staying at home with C. I'm, I'm pregnant with him and I'm doing the whole taking the oldest to school in and out. Em um, is born, number three, and we find out that his grandmother needs 24 seven assistance. So who better than me to stay at home because I'm already at home, right? Just put me in. <laughs> I have nothing to do better, right? So I can nurse while I'm taking care of a 90-year-old grandmother that has health problems um, and my three-year-old and sending my other to school. Oh, and I'm supposed to be like a good wife or not wife, but, you know, partner during this time. <laughs> so about a year, um, our little family definitely is outgrowing this tiny house that we're stuck in. And so we finally, she's back to getting on her feet. Grandma is, and we decide to move down the street to a rental. We need to get out and have our family time, right? Um, so I'm doing odds and end jobs. I'm pet, I'm cleaning houses, I'm pet sitting, I'm doing anything just to make some toilet paper money, because <laughs> that's all you can't buy toilet paper with food stamps, right? Or diapers. Um, so I'm trying to get out of this government assistance. I'm trying to make this white picket fence shiny <laughs> from the outside, but in the inside, y'all, it was ugly. And that's why I hid, <laughs> I hid hard. Um, <clears throat> so basically, sorry, I don't wanna talk too fast. <laughs> After um, 
very too many financial disagreements because he was the only one working and it was constantly a, a battle um and a car accident that put him on painkillers our relationship was done so we're at about 2015 now so baby one's one um c is four and he's seven and i was just done fighting so i slowly slowly moved myself and my kids out of this rental we were in into my parents basement um thank god for my parents support once again so try number i don't know who's counting <laughs> i'm a single mom of three no degree no job i haven't worked in years actually the only thing i know is mommying and this is where it gets juicy you know, you got the juice. Yeah, you guys know that song. <laughs> I love the song. Okay, sorry. Um, so now I'm getting child support from baby daddy number one at this point, and I got food stamps. And well, that's about it. <laughs> I basically sell everything we have to make money to live off of until I can figure out how we're gonna have income coming in. Um, at this point, of course, I've filed for number two, but you know the system. It's not there immediately when you need it. <laughs> so he's pissed that we left. And I just couldn't take the, the drugs and the abuse that was coming with it. So I made the best decision I could at that time. It was hard and ugly. Back and forth for months, around the bush we go. <laughs> we go in circles, around and around. Um, we're kind of back together, in and out. Have you guys watched Maids? Like, all over it. Yeah. <laughs> it was me. Um, so now I'm trying to push this into something positive at this point. I know what is not good. So I figure from that not good, I can figure what is good. And I start doing personal development um, and uncovering shadows I didn't even know I had. So discovering how much my feelings had been not felt for so long. So I was so. I don't know, covered in baby spit up. I don't know what, what, what it was. <laughs> but those ripple effects, I can visually look back and watch like a movie in my life. It's crazy. And all I know at this point was I needed to show them what was good, right? So they had seen enough bad and I had to turn this around somehow. I knew that reading was good. Just as simple as that. I knew I could do that. So that's what I started with. I woke up five minutes early every day and read. Well, that turned into 10. Then that turned into walking for five minutes and that turned into running. You see how this is going. <laughs> now my love for health is a must, like a must. And experiencing that every day, like, I love it. Um, so yeah, some things turn out like trash. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, but it's such a fun experiment that I get to have with my kids and we just love it. So now after a good two years with myself and learning to love myself in all my mess um i met one of my best friends and realized that we should maybe continue this in another light per se um, so basically we were really good friends for a long time i'm madison was two almost three when we really started being friends and we would have conversations on the daily about how dating was so hard and it eventually came to well, 
why don't we try dating? Oh, I don't really want kids. Okay. And then it just continued on. We were friends. We were friends. And then we started dating again. <laughs> He's like, oh, maybe the kid thing isn't so bad. <laughs> I just didn't want kids of my own. Like, he didn't want to carry on his genetics. But kids around was different. And so then once we separated that, it was, it was just knowing, let me say, we already knew each other's skeletons um, and had accepted each other's faults. So we didn't have to have those awkward, weird conversations um, about our, what our past were. We, or we already knew. So we already accepted the way we were. So it was easy to move past that. Um, so yeah, that brings us pretty close to where I'm at today. <laughs> I know it's a lot. <laughs> okay. Well, first, I mean, bravo. <laughs> Thank you. Bravo. Because just when you, before you even mentioned the show made, that's what I'm thinking the whole time. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh. And yeah, I mean, thank goodness you had family for support, but it is so hard and I would have, I would have never like just hearing you talk and seeing, you know, your social media, I would have never thought like this chick has been through the ringer <laughs> um, and you, you dug yourself out like most people have, I mean, and, and I'm sure for you, it felt like a rock bottom, but most people have to, there's a lot of people who were in your shoes who could have just given up and taken other paths. And you really dug yourself out and I'm just bravo. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. proud of you and you should be proud of yourself. And I love that. That, that you embrace the mess and that you share that because I think the world and other single moms need to hear that like, yes, you can do this um, and you can get out of this mess. So good for you. Right. Yeah. There are definitely, yeah, there's definitely a lot of hard that comes with it, but I think yeah. the hard is what, what gets us where we are. Right. So, and then, yeah, and it's definitely, it, it's a flip of, perspective and mm -hmm. and everything like i had to relearn everything i was doing mm -hmm. and rethink everything like <laughs> everything i mean i was there was so much um verbal abuse going on that i had i had nothing i mean honestly like i don't i don't mean to make it sound awful but i didn't realize how bad it really was until I really, really backed up from it. And then I was like, holy cow, I have a lot of work to do. <laughs> I better get yeah. to work. <laughs> you can't see <laughs> it when you're in it. to keep this ship alive. Yeah. And yeah. that they were, I mean, my kids are definitely my motivation every day. Um, as much as they get on my nerves, <laughs> they're equally as much my motivation. So, yeah. I know, I know Rebecca can relate to you in terms of being a stay-at-home mom for so long 
not not having a job like I, I know I know that when she said that Rebecca you probably were just like hey it's me yes. <laughs> I was like see I'm not the only one and that's why I think sharing your story is so important even though our stories aren't exactly the same there's there's these nuance to it and then it's like just knowing that okay there was this other single mom that had to build herself up having no college degree having quit college for her family and having no work experience and then you had to start from square one I mean just knowing that somebody else has done that it's like okay I'm not like a total loser or something I don't know <laughs> just like yeah really I think that's how I felt a lot of the time that I was with and after breakup like only my close, close people knew what was going on. Like you said, Lee, I keep my social real clean and pretty. Like, who wants to see the ugly, right? It's a highlight reel. Yes. <laughs> but at the same time, I think that's where our ugly is where the pretty comes from. Like, that's how we relate to each other. So mm -hmm. after, I don't want to, like, it's kind of like that weight loss journey thing. Like, you don't want to show the before picture because... You don't know if the after is going to look as good. <laughs> like yeah. I wasn't ever sure when to, when to voice up, when to speak up. But I also have looked back and realized that I had a lot of um, <clears throat> shadows that kept my voice very quiet too. So it's yeah. just been, it's been a whole, whole huge journey. And I love even looking back just at the last five years being like, holy cow, I've gotten married. We've, we've moved two hours away from where we were. We've bought a house during all of them, the last two years. That's just the last two years. Like, it's just, okay. That makes I, I just keep going. And I'm like, what is next? I'm so excited. It is right. <laughs> yeah. So exciting. You never know what could happen. And I, I think I found myself that I say that too, sometimes is somebody will mention something and I'm like, I'm going to be in the exact same place that I was, right? I'm going to be in the exact same place I am now in the next two years. I just don't see myself getting with somebody and, you know, doing whatever. I just, it's just, it's not there. And that's such a limited mindset because I know how much can change in a very short period of time. Um, and hearing about other people changing that, I mean, it's almost like it opens up that, that mindset to go. Oh no, it can happen. Um, mm -hmm. So, okay. So you're remarried. You said it's been a year now. Congratulations. Um, and you kind of mentioned that, that whole dating process and then it was kind of happened organically. It sounds like, I mean, how it, long it really were y'all friends? How long were y'all friends before? We knew each other before Madison was born. Okay. Um, so maybe two, uh, definitely the, the year prior to us dating was our closest like friendship year. It yeah. was kind of like, we were that group that we were a group of friends that knew each other and then everybody else left and the two of us were the only ones still in the city. So we just kept that conversation going I see. and then it was like, oh, you're dating, like I'm dating, this is weird. But like, I know that you don't ever want kids. So like, we're just friends. I got that. And then once we really started to getting knowing to know each other, like broke those real walls down, it was kind of like, 
wait a minute. Like, wait maybe a minute. there's something more here. Yeah. <laughs> like, we have a candlelight dinner, and I'm like, hmm, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was right under my nose the whole time. <laughs> yeah, and I think that, I think what you said, too, was because of that friendship and kind of sharing those skeletons, I guess, in your closet, you know, that took mm-hmm. a lot of pressure off because it's like you shared that as friends and you still accepted and, and loved each other as friends and in a great friendship. And, and then it was like, Oh, wait, you know, all of this, you see all of this so-called baggage, like, right. People call it baggage. And I, yeah, right. It's like ugh, such an annoying thing, but yeah, it was just, I'd never had to lie, like our makeup, like, I don't know. I'm embarrassed at this point. I'm, I have three kids. I'm a single mom, like making ends meet by counting quarters just to put gas in my car to get my kids to school. Like it was not, it was not pretty. You know, who do you want to tell that to? Right. And he was still like, no, it's good. Yeah. Shit happens, you know, move on. Yeah. I, I love that. I think, and that's, I mean, that's honestly, I mean, I think that's really neat. And so let me ask you this. I mean, he obviously y'all hung around each other. It was more of a friendship thing. Like at what point do your kids go? So what's going on? (laughs) You know, like that's such a good question. I think back to that and it's really funny. I made up like a name for him in my phone because of course, we don't want him to know or the kids to know what his real name is at this point. And, you know, they always are using your phone and whatnot. So I have to make up like a code name. <laughs> and I feel like I'm like hiding from my parents, but it's my kids. Um, and we we love hiking together. Um, so once we knew that was kind of a thing of ours, like, he likes to take his dog walking and I would join him. Well, eventually we just started bringing the kids with us, like one at a time kind of deal um, and introducing them to once we knew that it was like, okay, we're dating and we've gotten to that point where they're, they need to be introduced. Like there's no more avoiding, um, especially because I have the two littles 24 seven. Um, where my oldest, she will go back and forth to her dad's. Sure. The other two don't see dad. So they are they are with me solid time. So finding, I mean, I already live with my parents. So asking them to babysit, come on. I know. <laughs> you know? So, so hard. Yeah. And then I don't have money to pay anybody, right? Um, so yeah, it's just, it's just building blocks. And it's just one that that one step at a time. And then over time, those things just build and build and build and just learning how to actually be consistent with the little things, how that really adds up in the end. It's just, sometimes I'll be like, what am I doing this stupid journal thing for? And then I look back and I'm like, holy crap, I just wrote a quote. <laughs> like, <laughs> stuff is coming out that I need to let come out. Like it needs to, I need to journal. I need to be doing this stupid thing that I don't want to do right now. Or I need to be exercising to give that. That might be my only 30 minutes alone time with myself that day. And that's how I want to spend it, honestly. <laughs> so 
I have to really um, maximize on this for a moment because um, part of my thing as a coach, like when I created the full heart co course, which Lee did with me, but the first thing is like, you're, you're going to do a morning routine. Now this is, this is your commitment to yourself. And I would get pushback every time because it's all moms. And they're like, well, I, I can't wake up before my kids. Like I'm too tired or like excuse, excuse, excuse. And, but then once they were started doing it, they would see the magic of it. And then they were hooked. Mm -hmm. Like there was even one day, I think Lee and I used to work together and she was like, kind of crabby. She's like, what's wrong? And I was like, you know, she's just trying to figure out what's going on. And I said, did you do your morning routine today? She was no, dang it. <laughs> so, so you were a single mom, like you, like ultimate single mom here. We just heard your amazing story and you found the time. And I love how you said you started with five minutes of reading and that was it. And then it hooked you. So yeah, I'm just curious. Like, I just want for every mom out there, see, you can just do five minutes, just do five yeah. minutes. Just start, start small. Like I knew my, my whole consistency evolves around being simple. Like if mm -hmm. it's not simple, it won't stick and it won't last. It, it just, even like little things like picking up, picking out an outfit for the next day, like those little things help so much. And I wish somebody had told me 10 years ago to wake up before my kids. Like that mm -hmm. was huge for me. I was like, I feel like a whole new person. I have my feet on the ground rather than the little toddler poking me or screaming a baby to wake up. And now I know everybody is in different stages, but eventually once they start sleeping good and you're sleeping good, that oh, holy moly's. <laughs> Like that was just, that was my life changer. When I learned to wake up early, it was, that was it. I was like, okay, I got this. So I have to, I have to kind of address this. I don't know what books you've read and I would love to have your list if you could send that to us. Um, <laughs> but um, I don't know if you've ever read the book Atomic Habits, but he literally, do you have it? <laughs> look because I'm like so many I'm deep in it you right know? I don't know well I mean one of the chapters is talking about that have. the idea is like yeah the idea is to make your habits as easy as possible to start mm. and it's five minutes of reading it's one minute of meditation it's and I think this is how Rebecca got us started it's one minute of journaling like it yeah. doesn't have to be this whole big ordeal yeah, and I would get just so like, overwhelmed by yeah. like, oh, you're supposed to do this and this and this. And I'm like, who has time for all this crap? And I'm like running all these kids by myself. Like, no. But at the same time, I was realizing like once I spent that just five minutes of reading some book, which actually made me take the kids to the library because I wanted a new book too. So it's like everything was double winning itself. I'm like, this is just awesome yeah it becomes a ripple <laughs> just this effect. huge ripple effect yes <laughs> they keep piling up yeah love that mm, that's amazing okay and yes i i want your list too so after we finish send us yeah. on the thing and this might be a thing Lee, that we need to do we just need to start compiling a list of books to share with all our right. moms <laughs> love that um so i feel like we really we talked about some of the hardest times for you, which again, thank you 
so much for sharing this story. Um, I just, I have this big feeling that you're going to help so many other moms. Um, so tell us, and you've, you've touched on this about some of the blessings and in, in what you've done, but what are the blessings in being a single mom that you have discovered? Hmm. Um, yeah, I think just really digging into learning like who you actually are and that can be what you aren't too. Like I find that what I'm, I'll be like, I don't know what I am, but I know what I'm not. So that mm. helps me to figure out what I am, mm. if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, just being a mom of three, I've always struggled with the concept of balance. Um, like, is it even real? <laughs> um, so I think that Um, just trying to like, I hated that feeling of, can I just get through this day to get through this day? And I just wanted to be present. Um, and sometimes that means like sitting still with my feelings and that's not always comfortable. <laughs> so yeah, just learning, coming back to that, learning what I don't want helps me to learn what I do. So just building up that I do need friends around. I I do need to talk to people. Um, I do need that community to like hold me accountable and have like-minded people around me. Um, yeah, yeah just really that. like learning who I am has been my biggest blessing is Mm -hmm. as weird as that is <laughs> well no it's like what it's like exactly what you said earlier like going through the ugly makes the pretty yeah like you had to go through this really hard time and season as a single mom in order to figure out who you were in order to have the life that you have now right I think that's really awesome like I remember there was a a part last year when we had moved up here. I remember I was living with my parents before this. So it was all four of us in one bedroom um, in the basement. <laughs> and we came, moved up here after, you know, saving and planning and doing all the things. Um, and at this point, sorry, back up. We, we are engaged when we moved up here. So I, I was definitely like, okay, this is not going to be scene three again. <laughs> like we're going to have major commitment and I know this is the right track. He knew that this was the right track, but we knew that we didn't want to settle down in the city. We wanted to be outside and we kept visiting the mountains. So it was like, duh, why don't we just live in the mountains? So we came up here to North Georgia and we love it. Um, but before that, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, it's all good. So you've moved to Georgia and that sounds beautiful. I love how you talked about hiking and being in the mountains and just about the blessing of all of this, how then. Oh yes, sorry. So <laughs> we, um, once we moved up here, I remember there was a couple days right when we moved in 
and I would finally sit still, you know, have a break between packing. And I would literally start crying about having my own closet. And I was like, what is this? But it was, I had been through such, uh, so much hard work to get to this point, to move all of us up here and to, re, you know, restart their schools and have them in a steady household. Um, and I would literally just be like, I am so thankful that I have a closet. <laughs> like, how silly is this? But just, I was, that gratitude for just the littlest things is so rewarding in the end, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so my next, my, my next question for you is this. What I know you said you're getting into the web world. Was it a web designer? What what exactly is your your job or your business? <laughs> well, um, so I've combined the I'm working in graphic design. Um, okay. I was working in print for a long time, and now I've kind of transferred that into I'm freelancing a web project right now. Oh, very cool. Yeah, it's very cool. It's interesting side of design. Mm -hmm. Um yeah. So you're you're creative. All, all the yes, and my my degree was in graphic design, fine arts. Nice. Yeah. Um and then and do you have like a side hustle? Do you do anything else on the side? I do. I do a health and wellness business on the side. When did you and start I, that? Um, I was talking to Lee about this. Or, I'm sorry, Rebecca, <laughs> about this before. But I started back when Connor, or number two, was still little. And um, baby daddy number two was in prison. And I thought, oh, perfect. I can work from home. I can do this thing. And I actually signed up through this random chick I met on Facebook <laughs> through a mom's group, a local mom's group. We met for coffee and I was a consultant in about 15 minutes. I didn't even know what happened. I didn't know what I was signing up for at all. Um, this is back when we were just doing skincare. So I did, I had severe acne because of course I was so stressed out all, all the things were right on my face and so the skincare was marvelous worked right away <laughs> and I was like this is genius I love this um but I had no self-confidence to spread the word like I wanted to um and eventually that was kicked down pretty fast by him he didn't like that I was you know, trying to make money and do something good for myself. Mm. So I, I very quickly, I don't even think I lasted a year, <laughs> dropped that. And then once we finally, for real, ended, and I was at my mom's, you know, after you finally do that breakup, you're like, oh, I'm going to get hot and, and sexy and all this stuff. So how am I going to do this now? Revenge, revenge body. Amen at that point. <laughs> yeah. So I knew I kind of had, I had two choices I was floating between and I had seen a lot of people doing the 30 days and I was like, oh, 
I never really tried that. I wonder what that is. I was like, okay, maybe I'll just save up for that and do that since I know it can like last longer than this other thing I was trying. Um, so yeah, I did the 30 days and I've been hooked ever since. And uh, I think um, this year will be four, five years. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. But I've always had, um, I mean, in the last like three years, I've done all this self work and I've, I haven't had a voice like I've wanted to. So now I am definitely in the mindset to step up and chug it along. Yeah. yeah I love that. I love that. Um, so how does that work? I mean, if you do freelance work and you have this online business that you can kind of work whenever you want and you're a mom, like, how do you, because you kind of mentioned earlier, what is balance, right? Right. How do you work with being a mom and a businesswoman? You've got your side hustle. Like, what are some things that you have found work for you? Well, I have this theory. <laughs> um, I don't know, I call it a theory. That's a bad word. It's a trifecta, we'll say. And I feel that when you are keeping your like physical and mental, emotional, those two kind of go together and spiritual and you're, you're tapping into each one on a daily and making space for all of them. As much as a triangle can't balance, your life will be balanced. And mm -hmm. when I'm missing out on one of those things, things come unwind really fast. Mm -hmm. So I have learned that I have to keep that trifecta <laughs> in my life on a daily. Um, and that looks like all different things. Like sometimes my physical can be riding in the basement. Sometimes it can be 10 minutes of meditation and everything is just how I feel that day. And there's not like certain particular things that go to each category, I wanna say. Um, but yeah, just learning what, what makes me happy and leaving space for that and saying no. Now I'm just drawing a triangle and I'm like, okay, these are the things <laughs> I need to focus on, right? And then learning to say no, tell me more. Tell oh, me yes. more. I think that is such a huge part of being a mom. We're always like, yes, I want to do this. Yes, I want my kid to do all the things. But at the same time, like... For example, right now, we're not doing any activities and my kids are just as happy as when we are doing activities and I'm running around like a, with my head cut off. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. So sometimes some seasons aren't really meant for that and that's okay. And just like being okay and leaving that space, even though they might be walking around sometimes like bored. <laughs> it's okay. Like, let's do something out of boredom. Um, so yeah, just comes around. Yeah, exactly. I just love experimenting in that. Um, we don't have to do 
everything like everybody says. Mm. I don't know if y'all remember this, but a long, long time ago, there was this pandemic that hit <laughs> and it forced us all to stay home. We had no activities. We couldn't go to the stores. We couldn't do anything. We just had to like hang out. Like, and I remember thinking probably about three weeks in, like, wait a minute. This is what it's like to just be, to not do and to just be like, wow. And it was like, can we keep it this way after all this is said and done? Like, can we just not go back to like, glorifying the busyness of life like I just I just remember driving through town and seeing so many kids outside riding their bikes like there was like four bikes in a yard and it was like oh my gosh it's like the old days like this is how it's supposed to be and so that's really awesome for you and your husband and your kids that you do say no to some of that and say we don't have to be busy we can just be with each other yeah. Like, and I think, I think that's, that's been, that's been a huge part this last year and joining our families together. Like we love playing four square because there's five of us. So somebody always gets a break. Like it's the perfect game. Everybody's active. We're outside. Like it, it was our summer hit. Of course, we're not doing it so much right now. It's freezing out, but just little things like we would have never thought to start playing four square. Like fifth grade was probably the last time I played four square. Let's be honest. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I mean, you guys probably play four square all the time. You're, you're PE teachers, but you know, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. And you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. And the things that you can find to do like four square, Mm -hmm. and find that that's like a really cool fun family activity your kids are going to remember that mm -hmm. right. amazing yeah yeah it's definitely about what is this moment for not what are we going to schedule the next thing mm. I, yeah. I that's 100 percent. I try to keep it simple over here too yeah because um, yeah you gotta live your life a little bit right some of those things. Okay. So we're talking a little bit about balance. And one thing you mentioned that uh, again, Lee and I were just like, yes, because it was, this is literally on our list to have a whole podcast episode around. Um, but you were talking about the mindset of being so forced into the masculine that you forgot who you were in the feminine and relearning how to ask for help. So how have you learned to navigate that balance now? I don't know if balance is the right word, but have you been able to yeah. the feminine a little more and tell us about that? That was something that I didn't even realize I was doing. It was definitely one of those unconscious, like I just had my head down and blinders on like, okay, this needs to be done. So I will do it, period. Mm -hmm. And now I don't have my blinders on per se. And I get to look around and ask for help. And that has been a whole learning experience in itself. And not so much of like masculine, it's like, oh, you take the trash out and I do the cooking. It's more of like, 
oh, I don't feel like I have to always be doing something. Mm-hmm. Like that's been a huge one for me. I'm I'm definitely a Virgo. I'm a number eight. Like I am always go go go. Got my list, <laughs> um, which has definitely not been the worst thing. But I definitely have to make that intentional space to be like, it's okay to chill and not do anything. <laughs> um, yeah, so giving myself that permission to take a break without the judgment. Um, and I think that feminine part of like just being open to receive help is was huge. You're right. It's a whole show in itself. <laughs> yeah, I could go on and on about it. It's um, yeah, you, you do so much by yourself that you forget how to ask or even like receive that help you're like you need that reminding reminderance and remember <laughs> I don't know that word <laughs> I'm making it up um you need that somebody to be like hey you can ask for help for that you know like you don't have to do that and the process of that like that also is like the stepping stones to get to where you can say no because you have outsourced things that you know that you're not as good at, or you don't want to blow the leaves or cut the grass because it's not your favorite thing to do. You'd rather hang out with your kids. Mm-hmm. And you get to that point where you can outsource those things because you gave that space for it. I just think that's that's where the balance comes full circle and comes back around to you. Because what are we, are we here for those moments to be like, no kid, I can't, I'm blowing, blowing all these leaves out of the yard, go away. <laughs> Like, no, I want to be playing with you. Like, even tonight, my little was like, Mom, we didn't really get to play much. And I'm like, we worked on spelling words. We went to the store together, just me and you. Like, yeah, we played together. And she's like, no, we didn't play. And I'm like, you're right. We didn't play. Like, I will sit down on the floor with you tomorrow and play. So just making those intentional spaces, because those those moments, like I keep saying, they keep adding up. Um and yeah, it's just a whole, but us both learning, um, my husband and I both learning like what masculine and feminine roles that we are both good at too, has been a whole thing I was, I was not prepared for. <laughs> I didn't know that we were going to be like, oh, you're better at money or, you know, math than I am. And I'm better at designing so you take this and I take that and we both come together in this awesome teamwork yes teamwork but at the same time there there was a I'm kind of going off on a different road now but there was this division where there's still times where honestly I still feel like a single mom Mm -hmm. and he's like but you're not a single mom and I'm like, but I am <laughs> because I still am 100% responsible. Like these are not your biological children. So like the punishment stuff that, you know, the, all the, the doctor's appointments, the things that sometimes the father would step into, it's, I don't expect for him to step up in that kind of way 
Um, so that's been a whole learning process between us that has been very interesting mm -hmm. through this last year. Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting one to think about as well when you get into that other relationship, because I think um, I was actually remarried for a little while. And so uh, I have similar stories and it was just weird because yeah, like even though you're remarried, it's like, so, okay. So what I'm trying to say is that beforehand, it's like, I just wanted somebody else around to help me because I was so exhausted. But then like you were saying how you get used to doing everything, he would actually literally stop me. Like I'd be doing something and he would stop me and he'd say, let me help you with this. Mm. And I was like, what? Okay. Mm -hmm. like, I literally, I had no idea that I was just go, go, go until he literally stopped me and was like, I will help you. You do not have to do this all alone. And that was amazing. Um, but, it, but it is weird to, to be like, okay, well, I'm married, but I'm also a single mom, but I totally get it. And I'm, I've, I've just, right. like it's so hard to, to explain, but like, I, it's kind of the same thing with, I need a whole new word. Like, I don't even like the word remarried because this is the first time I'm married. It's the second time he's been married. So he's a remarried, but I don't really consider myself remarried. Like, it's just a weird... I, I don't I don't have words for it. <laughs> You're right though. That's right. Yeah. Like, but then I'm like, I hate boxes. So why do I want to give myself a name? Because then I'm putting myself in that box. So I'm just who I am, and that's what I am. I'm a not single, <laughs> single mom. Uh-huh. I'm a taken single, single mom. mom. <laughs> 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 I actually <laughs> you said that because I when I was um married to my second husband someone pointed out they're like oh so you're remarried and I was like I'm just I'm married yeah just leave the re out of it what what is your deal so <laughs> yeah because wouldn't remarried be like you marry your ex I mean kind of yeah kind of, right. yeah so it's like why do we even say that it's just you're either married or you're not just Good point. There's about the yeah. name, you know? So. It's one of those weird words. Language like is it. important. Language is. is important. Yes. Yeah. I need a new word for that. So if anybody we go. has one for me, let me yes. know. <laughs> I, I like the idea of having a new word for that. Not one's not coming to me at the moment, but um, I think I think we should ask Glenn and Doyle and Abby Wombach. I mean, I'm just saying, I maybe they so. have a good word for that. Yes. Yes. Do you know do you follow Glennon and Abby at all? Ashley, do you know them? I don't know. I don't yeah. think so. Okay. Well, we're big fans. But <laughs> Glennon, uh, we'll just to now, look them up. I'm yeah, curious. Actually, actually, okay. So Glennon is an author, a writer, and she is amazing. Her book, Love Warrior, was basically about her divorce. And it came, like her story was really similar to mine. And so you'd probably really enjoy that. And then and then on, so when she was releasing Love Warrior, like right before she went on public tour, her and her husband actually, um, Love Warrior was all about how they decided to stay together. And then they decided to get divorced. And she met Abby, who is a, a U.S. women's soccer player. And it was literally like love at first sight. I absolutely love their love story. And so um, they got together and now they're married. But Glennon's always making up words like brutal, brutal and beautiful together. Nice. Yes. And so um, she also talked about writing from 
the scar and not from the wound, which reminds me of your story, how you were saying you didn't really know when was the right time to talk about it. And I had the same thing. And it's like, now, now we can tell you're, you're speaking from the scar. It's healed. It's healed over. And you're like, yeah, here's this crazy thing that happened to me and you can use it to support other people. It's not this wound, which, I mean, nobody wanted to hear my story when I was wounded. It was very bitter. <laughs> right. Yeah. No one wanted to hear mine either. It was, it was ugly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like you were saying how, you know, talking about that. I know my ex-mother-in-law would always be like, well, I mean, I guess you're doing good according to Facebook. I'm like, you do not want to hear me rant about your son on Facebook. Trust me. <laughs> so that's yeah, a good point. I'm just good stuff on Facebook because that's what I want to see in time hop every year. Exactly. <laughs> but okay well I love your talk about the masculine and feminine balance I'm sure Lee and I will be coming back to that because it is it's a hard one as a single mom and I think we relate to it because we're both boy moms we're both coaches like we're in a very masculine dominated world and then to be feminine is a little like wait a second <laughs> yeah I think we definitely you just get into that work mode so hard and if you get off of, you know, if you take your foot off the gas, you know, you're going to crash. <laughs> so you got to keep your foot on that gas hard. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, it's definitely hard for sure. There's, I love like looking at lists of comparing like the feminine masculine list and being like, okay, what is something on here that I should do? Like, I can aim to like be creative. Oh, I should paint. I should probably should paint. Yeah, that's a good idea. And then I get into it and I'm like, thank God I did this. I really needed this. <laughs> so just like this con, like looking out for those reminders to help yeah. us to refocus, be like, oh, I can hang out by myself and be okay with it. I can, you know, not do anything. Um, I still, I, it's still hard. <laughs> For sure. It's a daily exercise. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, okay. Lee, was there any other questions you had? Comments? I, Ashley, I love this so much. So I just have one last question for you. What message do you want to share with all the single moms out there? Well, I'll stick to my balance idea. Um, I just think balance is not something that you find. It's something that you create. So mm -hmm. you get to choose how you go and create and design the life that you want to live to the best you know how. Mm. And I love that. leave that space. Yeah, I love that. I love that too. Mm. And the visual of the triangle. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing your story You're with welcome. us, Ashley. I... I have thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. Um, okay, so please tell us um, in the audience how we can find you. Um, if we want to connect for you with you on like personal, for professional reasons, like ooh, graphic design. Oh, how did you change your health? Um, so for anybody listening, um, I would love for you to comment. Well, one, go follow her. Okay. What is, are you on Instagram, Facebook? Are you on all the things? Mainly on Instagram. Mostly yeah. Instagram. Okay. So we'll put your handle in the show, in the episode notes, if that's okay with you. 
Awesome. Okay, cool. And um, so for anybody listening, we'd just love to hear what resonated with you on this episode. Um, and if anything in Ashley's story spoke to you, we would love for you to either tag all of us in a story or you can send us a DM or just send Ashley one saying thank you and, and, and tell her what you loved about it. Um, it's a really, really scary thing to be so open and vulnerable with your story, especially as a podcast virgin. I mean, I love it. You did amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just, I'm proud of you for being open and vulnerable and, um, you know, you should be too. And so just a simple acknowledgement from, from the audience is it means the world to people who shared their story with you. So, um, thank you so much. I just, I just loved it. All thank you guys so much. Did. I felt like I was friends with you guys before. Like I've known you forever. Oh, Yay! <laughs> so that makes you guys me are so happy. Accomplishing that for sure. You are oh, both authentic, and I. It's read very well. So oh, good. Yeah. Thank you. Love that. Thank you so much for being on, and um, thank you for listening. And we just want you to know you're not alone. Love you guys. Love you. And now a word from our sponsors, Level Up and Full Heart. At Level Up, we believe the most important person to believe in you is you. And we're here to help you love and believe in yourself so that you can choose a life that lights you up. We do this through journaling, small and impactful confidence building exercises, and working through those limiting beliefs. I'm currently taking clients for the year 2022. So if you're interested, let's talk. Hi, I'm Rebecca Davila, founder and CEO of Full Heart LLC. At Full Heart, I believe that you are perfectly designed, and I am here to guide you to loving yourself so deeply by honoring your inherent gifts so that you can create a joyful life. We do this through human design, EFT, guided visualization, and various deconditioning exercises. I do have room for new clients in 2022. If you're interested, send me a DM. Love you so much.